2: One everybody! Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. I'll be
0: here. I'm here today. Um, we're back from Texas. Texas? Texas, where we've been for the past four days. We got in at 1 a.m. last night and I was like,
2: I'm not going to the gym in the morning. <laughs> no, no joshing on that Woo. front whatsoever. I was, I was like, I was so, I was so tired oh my gosh like I I got home and I felt so bad for my dogs because we had had like our house sitter Mm. and they'd like you know gone through and they were there the whole time but like you know they knew we were coming back into town so like i think they left like right around like dinner time or something Right, but that meant that like basically like from dinner time they would just like you know been like patrolling the house and everything it's so like then, what do
0: we do we're all by ourselves
2: right so we walk into the house at like two in the morning and they are like so stoked nice to see us and you know it's like you walk in and you're like i'm so happy to see you but also i have so yeah <laughs> i can't, I can't go play fetch in the yard right now, but in the morning in the morning we'll go we'll go talk hucks ball that's right that's yeah. right man yeah. I
0: got um th- we woke up this morning and I could hear the twins awake in their room, and I went and like you know, open the door, and they seemed like you know, like oh, you're home. They like seemed excited to see me. But then I just went and like I like walked down the hall, so that they would come, like wake up Beth too. And I was uh laying, just laying in bed, and they go, "Is Nana still here? Is Nana gone?" And we're like, "Nana's gone." And they go, "Oh," and then they both just ran out of the room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, "Great, good to see you, too." <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. And it's so funny because like you know, we we same thing with Addie She got brought back this morning because we got in so late, obviously. So like you know, we're we're so excited to see her it was like the first yeah. thing and like as soon as we were awake it was like all right when can, when can addy get home now because we are ready to see her asap and like we walked in and you know we've been getting all these tales about how like you know she's like pointing at pictures of us and saying like mama dada and she she like walks in with alice's mom and she's just like nana 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 and i was like what is this never mind what is this yeah it's all right it's fine it's fine, it's we'll, fine. we'll we'll um, we'll have our moment later maybe if you can carve in carve in a minute for me. Yeah, right. right, right, right. And she went and hugged the dogs. Oh of know? course, of course. Excited to see them. Hi dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dog? Dog? And then she immediately went and got a, a, a bucket of bubbles and brought it to me. So she at the very least she wanted me for something. Oh well, that's good. i yeah, you got to open the bubbles. Good at yeah. doing bubbles. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I still have I still have some job security. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're
0: still good. You're still important. Excellent. For Excellent. now.
2: For now, but yeah. So uh, the the past week has been a busy one. It um, has here at Super Carlin Brothers. We uh, we do take a one week break in the middle of the year and sort of like a time where like the whole office shuts down and everybody has off and it doesn't have to be like vacation time used and stuff like that. Which yeah. Is just a, just a mid-year break, mid-year break, take a breather. Um, however, I feel like I did not at all take a breather. No I, breathing. Like, this was the thing I like. I was like coming in last night at the airport. I think this was like the primary thought like lodged into my brain is I was like, we do this so that we can relax and like have a week to catch our breath and like come back in feeling like revitalized and ready to go and like new creative juices flowing a whole new world outlook maybe right and instead we like i was like it is 1 30 in the morning and i'm standing in the airport and i'm super tired Mm -hmm. and yeah you're right it's like like you're gonna get up in the morning and pretty much need to go and go like full full court press to like get back into the swing of things it was like what did this backfire did we did we have like a break and then we used the break to be busy?
0: Right. I mean, not maybe a little. I think it was uh, restful in its in its own way. I mean, it's I think um, yeah, we did. It was uh, the RTX was this past weekend in Austin, Texas, and uh, we were invited to be a part of it. Um, but our part would like the the main thing we had to do was like host a big um, like trivia uh thing on sunday afternoon and we arrived in there like thursday night so we had a significant amount of time to just like play around in texas and yes. do you just like explore the city and have fun and check out the convention hall and stuff and um so for the for the most part it just turned into like and i don't i didn't really frame it this way in my brain is like because a lot of times when you go to these cons it's like you spend so much time like behind the scenes in like the the green rooms or like the various lounges that they have set up for, for the special guests or whatever and or you know you're walking the floor or uh, you're you're doing the panels or whatever they have scheduled for you yes but this time it was really not like that it was just like they had they had like a green room where you needed to like meet to be escorted to whatever you were doing but we were only doing the one thing so uh the rest of the time it was like we don't even really need to be here if we don't have to be like i I want i want to go out and see the the event itself but also like you know we can just
2: we'll just go explore we'll just have fun we can go explore a little bit yeah this is always the the conundrum like you know i I remember this like in the the early my early aquarium days like I would go to it was my favorite thing of the whole year like this was like my comic-con but it was the uh, it was called macna the marine Aquarium conference of North America of course yeah and it was awesome I loved it honestly <laughs> like, I mean you get there and like these coral displays are like through the roof they're absolutely amazing and you know there's just like oh there's so much to see and learn and take in like I mean for me I would go to like I would go to all the panels I would ask questions I'd find like the the professionals I'd take pictures just people right there was i had so much on my to-do list and i would come back and be like i just it was like going to like college for like a year but it was like a weekend right aquarium i just learned so much stuff yes but the the thing that i always felt like about it was like like the one of the big things they would do at the um at the dinner that you would go to for Macna is they would be like all right in next year we're going to be hosting it in denver colorado and Mm -hmm. like you know they show like a huge montage of all the ridiculously cool things that you can do in denver colorado and i was like but like whenever i come to these events I I am in the convention center. I don't leave the convention center. Right. Like, yeah. You know, like you're
0: you're attending the event the whole time.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know I've, I've been to you know like throughout those years I had gone to like Atlantic City and Des Moines, Iowa, and I went to I went to Denver, Colorado, and Dallas, Texas, and Florida, and like you know like so every year was like some different cool location. But it's like and so like I, I went to those places, but each time I went to them, it was like. All I saw was the inside of another convention center, which are right. all almost always the same. And so I, I think that like one of the things I've always aspired to do that we had like a little bit more um, freedom to do on this particular trip was to, and we had the girls with us, Beth and yeah. Alice came, um, was to go and sort of like explore and see the area that is Austin, which which in general is just a really cool place yes um like ridiculously good food although the i i like there is the phrase like too much of a good thing and i feel (laughs) like i found the outside edge of too much of a good thing on this particular trip like
0: in terms of food
2: in terms of i would say yeah probably in terms of like of like food and drink maybe where it was just like it was like you were always in a cool place and it was always like a unique opportunity to try like, like a fancy cocktail at this restaurant or like this local beer that like, you'll never have the chance to try again or something. So like, you know, you're, you're in these places and you're, you're being exposed to these things and you want to make the best of it. Um, And, and in similar, this, this is, this like the weird, like cap on the end. We had, we had like the, like the, the strange and very rare opportunity the second time in my entire life where we got to fly first class. Uh, uh, yeah, on, yeah. Right. On one, of four legs of our trip. So it was from Austin to Atlanta on our way home. Yeah. We had, we had, you know, little thing there. And it was kind of like throughout the whole weekend we're we're constantly eating really good food. We're, we're like, you know, having like really like fun stuff. And I was like, I, I remember getting on the plane and being like, gosh, you know, they, they do have like the complimentary drink because you're sitting here and it's like, right. It's like a, it's such a
0: rare occasion to like be a, sitting in first class. You're like, well, I got to take advantage of it. Right. Like we, we yeah. never, we <laughs> never do this right ever. And so it is it like- midnight after uh, a week of, uh, yeah, lots of eating and drinking? Um, Yes. Is that going to stop me?
2: Right. Yes. Like I feel like I feel like I am obliged to do it. But I literally got home this morning and was like, I am going. I I have never done like a juice cleanse or anything like that in my life. But I'm like, maybe I need to. Maybe I need to. Like I I hear that they're not as healthy as you think they are. But like I'm like I'm I'm gonna go and like sweat sometime today. Mm -hmm. I need to like eat
0: fruit. Gonna run that treadmill. I'm just
2: gonna drink a ton of water. I've I've already had like 13 glasses of water today. Nice. Um, I was like, I'm just. I I feel like I literally, I got, I got to the point where I was like, I just want like a bowl of cereal, you know, like, or like something bland, something boring yogurt, you know, like I was like, I feel like there's been so much good stuff. It's like, but you just can't eat ice cream. Three meals a day you know yeah yeah absolutely um, not and i'm i know i'm full aware of the fact that this is like the most first world problem as it gets like too much of a good thing
0: too but. much of a good thing no but I, I do know what you mean it's like austin or texas maybe in general has like especially like uh has a lot to offer in the way of food in that it's uh really well known for like uh mexican food because it's so close to the border and then it also is really well known for like barbecue right and then there's lots of i mean austin in particular is like a real like um you know it's sort of like a, a portland or asheville kind of city where it's like keep austin weird so there's lots of just like like breweries and people trying lots of interesting things in the culinary world. And so, yeah, I mean, you got You got to get the barbecue while you're there. And it was like, was it? I think it was Friday lunch. We were like, well, should we just go out and, you know, explore the city and find something? And immediately Beth and Alice both wanted to go get like barbecue. Like, let's just do it right away. Let's we're here. Why? Why would we wait? Right. And so we did that on like that was like our first meal out. And we went to this place called Terry Black's, which um, feels like this amazing intersection of like it's like almost seems like a tourist location but at the same time all the locals also go there and like none of the locals are like oh yeah terry black's like "Mm, it's only okay like they're all like no yeah that's pretty awesome
2: yeah 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 (laughs) no it's it it definitely you're exactly right like i always think about this like with the um like that tv show like diners drive-ins and dives you know it's like yeah i think all of us love that thought of finding like the sort of like hole in the wall homespun family owned like you know it's like you want that like 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 you you're so aware of the facts like that's like the real authentic experience <clears throat> right in contrast with going to like you know like an applebee's or something where it's like you know that is something that is like reliably going to be exactly what an applebee's is whether you're in new york or california or florida or wherever in the world you might be it's like it's gonna be what you expect it to be right um and and so yeah you're exactly right like we have we have a restaurant and i don't know if this is like a regional chain or, or if people would know what it is but it's called mission barbecue and it's probably the closest thing that we have to like terry black's but it is a chain like yeah you can go do others of them but this is almost what it feels like that was based off of like the original like right
0: you yeah know. it does feel like that when you're in there
2: but it's a total whirlwind to walk in and there's just like built there's like a line out the door and like the, the people who work there are very aware of like like the urgency this yeah the like, line they're, they're the like, efficiency yes yes It was wild, but it was also very delicious. But I feel like I ate that meal, and I am, it is now Monday. This was a lunch on Friday. I have been full from my lunch on Friday until until this very day.
0: I know exactly what you mean. I've had, yeah had maintained that feeling of like, I eat too much at the barbecue place. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: And then, I think that's part of it too though, because you're there. And again, it's like you're trying, it's like you, I, like I personally, I was like, well, I want to try like basically, I want to try everything I can.
0: Right. You're like, we're probably not going to a second barbecue place. So I mean, I want to, you know, I don't know what the best thing here is. So I'm going to try everything.
2: Right. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, we'll we'll have some of that and that and that. And then, you know, then you're like, well, I don't want to waste it. It's also something like the best food i've ever eaten so you're just like oh my gosh this is so And it, yeah we ate way too much um and um yeah i'm just still full from it
0: yeah now i remember last time we went to texas we just i i i, I dubbed uh texas ben as like the only time Ben ever eats fast. Yes, yeah. I,
2: I remember seeing in the show notes Texas Ben, and I was like, "What is Texas Ben?" What is Texas
0: Ben? <laughs> ben who eats fast. It feels like it feels like yeah, Texas Ben was back. <laughs> yes, is that right? I it's was a, eating fast. I, I remember you saying when we were at um, the barbecue place, uh, Terry Blacks, that you were like, "I feel like the the urgency of like the people on the line and the speed at which they're serving you like it makes making me feel like I need to eat fast. Like they want you to get through the line fast, so you should eat fast, so you can get out fast, because they got more people." And it was like.
2: That is- how it felt, yeah, 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 um, but yeah, so, so I, that was really funny. I wondered, I wondered about that, the exact thing because you and Beth are famously fast eaters. Well, there's no doubt, yeah, yes. I wouldn't even say Beth more so than you, I'm like, I just, mean, she's not wrong, yeah. It's it just like we go out to lunch and I'll like look over, I'm like, how, how is it even possible that, yeah. th- that you have consumed? That quickly, um, but no, it's it's very impressive. So I'm I'm glad I was able to to hold my own. Excellent, um, thank you. Yes, uh, but otherwise, I mean, great great weekend all the way around. Lots of lots of really cool stuff. We got to uh, we did like our live trivia event with um, uh, Jack Patillo yeah. and uh, BK from the podcast Annual Pass. Yes, uh, so that was really cool because like you know we're at like a Rooster Teeth event and they are like like Rooster Teeth like like big rooster teeth people yeah and so like you know they they came in and like partook with the with like the trivia and we had some like discordians and patrons you know in the audience yeah it was
0: super fun we i mean there were some little colonels walking around rtx as well repping the uh the crew t-shirts from yes. the um from the uh quarterly exclusive merch
2: yes it made me so happy to see it like out in the wild it was like oh my gosh like i feel like i would never run into it the way that I'm running into it right now. I know. But there, yeah, you're wearing, you're wearing the this shirt. Is so fun. Cool. So cool. uh, so that was really awesome. Yeah, was a few sh-
0: people had the uh, the challenge coins. They did. Yeah,
2: they did. Nobody, nobody, uh, nobody like really uh, called us on it. I even thought about bringing mine. Like, I know. I trip. did too.
0: I was like, I, I and then when someone pulled it out, I was like, Oh no, I should have brought mine. Like, I like. Now now I think even one time we were on the convention floor and they were there was like a little impromptu like bar set up where you could like go sample some sort of like local brewery or something. Right. And I was like I, I was fully prepared to be like, Well I don't have mine. Let's go. Well, we, I'll we, go. I owe you a drink. I owe you a drink. I know. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we'll have to, uh, if you, if you were one of the people who did that, I guess that's, that's an outstanding invoice that we have with you. Yep. So yep. something to, something to keep in mind for, for next go around. Exactly. Um, yeah. Now we're just really encouraging that, I know, that people I know, like, I know, yeah, get like, that coin. Yeah. To, like staple it to my wrist or I know, something. Right? <laughs> like, okay. Now it's with me all the, time, <laughs> all the time, all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no great, great trip to, to RTX. But realistically, I mean, over the course of the week the week that we had off it wasn't even my only trip i was also doing like a little lake weekend there was a really cool house that we have rented in the past on cleater lake and i like our our group loves it and the people that have like they like owned the home they built the home they decorated the home they there's like a a hand-built spiral staircase in like the middle of the, the whole space and everything. And it's just like, I feel like the family is like just that, that runs it. They're like, they're not like, you know, your Airbnb investor type of people. They just like want to share it. I think, you know, it's like, like they, it makes them proud to like have people come and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But so like, they don't do like surge pricing or anything. So the house costs the same in like January when like nobody needs to be at the lake for any reason as it is like on, you know, July 4th holiday weekend. So it's just like a very reasonable, place to stay and it has a dock where i'm able to bring my boat and as i was talking about last week i was i was like i've been doing like my tinkering you know trying, wow. to, trying to yeah. summon my inner grandpa jack yeah and um you know i was i was like oh man you know like i'm so i'm so nervous i'm so worried i hope it works like i don't know what's going on with it and the the challenging thing you know about a boat especially when it's parked in your driveway is that like as you go through and you make these repairs and stuff like that, it's like, you really don't have a chance to test to see if any of those repairs worked until you're, you're back at the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, I know I did a bunch of stuff for the first time ever. I have no idea if it was the problem. I have no diagnostic experience whatsoever. So it's like, hopefully it works. Yeah. I'm going to get it on the water and see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, um, you know, I was, I was really like, I mean, it was, it was, it was the most roller coaster weekend, Tinkering, ever yeah. So does that like,
0: mean that the boat did not work?
2: <laughs> not 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 all the way. Yeah, oh, no, not all the way. So oh, no. But so, I feel like it has almost
0: been like a this like weird almost running gag that like for it has felt like when we were growing up there was this like long running gag that like the boat never worked or whatever. But like in recent memory, like even the even before Grandpa gave you the boat, like the last few times I was at um, Vermont. Uh, with with our grandparents and stuff and when he was out taking us fishing or we take the boat out I was like it actually it worked all the time and since he's given it to you it's like worked all the time and it's sort of like it's been like a joke that the boat doesn't work but in reality it has worked for a very long time now that,
2: that's this is yeah. the exact thing I was telling Alice because I was like I was like you know I, we always get out there and like I will talk to the boat straight yeah. up while I'm driving I'm like okay you can do this you can do this you got this okay come on yeah. let's go all right yeah you're working and like you know like when it does like every time I like go out and I'm just like in the boat by myself I'm like I like I will like literally like be tearing up most of the time because I'm just like it's like I'm here I'm out here it's running it's smooth it's like you know it's this massive piece to me of like family history Um, so it's just like just really I don't know it's like it's such a it's it's something that I both like love in general like i love being near the water around the water interacting with the water uh and then this also like hails back to like all these memories and i feel like there's like a lot of like just positivity that like i've been like entrusted with this like this thing that's been in the family for so long so there's there's like a lot going on it's like a a huge emotional like jumble of things that that happens each time i'm in it um but i was telling alice i was like i was like i feel like you guys weren't there when we were growing up with it and like it wasn't a guarantee that it was going to run right like it wasn't a guarantee <laughs> that like you know like a lot of times you'd be like in the water to like water ski and you know like you've got like the the life jacket up to like your you your chin, yeah, up to your chin like, and, and you're sort of like shivering yeah and you're, you're it's scared cold a little bit yeah like, you haven't
0: done it in a year the right. the the skis are like a little
2: bit heavier than your feet and you can't quite hold
0: them right in you're the right like, way yeah, you're, like, you're like wibbly
2: so it's it's a whole thing and then like you know like dad would be at the, like behind the steering wheel and be like all right you ready and you're like you need to hit it yeah and like you're like, <laughs> like it yeah. wouldn't go and so like then you know you're like you're like working up all this courage and then i it's know like- there's like
0: this mixed emotion release too where you're like you're kind of like obviously you're excited to be going water skiing but you're also like nervous about the first time it's gonna like you're gonna get lurched through the water yes and you're like and then it doesn't go and there's like this moment of like mixed disappointment and relief <laughs> right right it's like okay yeah.
2: okay we're good yeah we're but good. also
0: please fix it <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: yeah so anyway um so i've been i've been going through all this stuff i think i talked about last week i changed all the spark plugs you know oh no yeah deal. yeah no right mm-hmm, yeah. yeah so i got that got that taken care of um and you know I, I i had had this like theory that like you know there maybe it was the fuel that was the problem and so you know i get out there uh i launched the boat Brother-in-law Mike is like driving the truck so he like lowers me back in and everything and I'm I'm by myself you know it's like the sun is setting the light none of the lights on the boat currently work at all so I'm like also slightly worried it's like holiday weekend and like there were you know um like like the lake um, police or whatever, like we're patrolling and stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get pulled over. Yeah, and right. Uh oh. It's like you know, I, I have my license, but you know, I don't, I don't have whatever. Um, it's like I understand why you'd be pulling me over, um, and you know, like, and I don't know if it's gonna work. I, I, I go to turn the key, and it's like, vroom, 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 vroom. like you know, it's like really like low RPMs and stuff. It's like not quite hitting, and like Mike's looking at me, and he's like.
0: Like, uh-oh. Like,
2: uh, like Mike knows Mike's been there for long enough that he's kind of like he's like oh this is gonna be the moment and this and, is it this is the time and then it just like it like roars to life and smoke comes pouring out of the engine which I think it's supposed to do I don't know maybe yeah um you know we're like yes it's working and you know so he's like all right he gives me the thumbs <clears> up I pull back you know and I'm I'm sort of like motoring out of like the no wake zone from like the the boat launch and you know you get to like open water and I literally I called dad and I'm like talking to him on the phone. I'm like, dad, I have no idea. Like, I mean, it, it, it's either going to go or it's not going to go. And we're about to find out. And so like, you know, we're, we're, we're puttering out there and he's like, all right, is, is, is it the moment? I'm like, it's the moment. And I was like, all right, here we go. And I start like laying the accelerator down and it just takes off. And I'm like, Oh my gosh! Victory! I fixed it! I fixed the boat! Like I was like king of the world! Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best feeling ever, and so I'm like, "All right, Dad, it's working. Let me go." And you know, so I get off the phone, and I'm just like, I'm like carving S turns through the water, and I'm just like on cloud nine and everything. And I, you know, I pull up, I even beat Mike back to the back to the, like the dock because you know I'm I'm going by water, you're and he's going by, by land. Yeah. You know, I call Allie as I'm pulling up, and she's like what's the word? And I was like, can you run down and like lower the dock? And you know, so she's like, it worked. I'm like, it worked. (laughs) You know? So we're like, we're so stoked. And, uh, you know so i'm like all right, this is going to be great so the next morning you know we get up and i'm like who wants to go tubing like first thing yeah, you know let's it's go like, hit we the water i haven't even had breakfast yet you like, know get, a, get there ahead of the crowds exactly yeah. exactly so you know like we get out there you know uh mike's mike's son is uh 13 and so he hops in you know he hops in the back and he's super stoked so we go out you know we're we're doing our doing our tubing and stuff and it's like we get like a couple laps around the cove and the boat's like oh no and i was like no. What happened? It was like, I fixed the, th- I thought I, I was king of the world. I fixed it. I fixed it. Ah. So then it, then we have to like, like go into, they call it like limp mode, but it's just, it's basically just like the, the boat basically will like, it'll chug, it'll drive, you yeah. know, so that you're not like dead in the water. Right. But, like, but it's not, but it's not going. Right. You know, like the accelerator all the way down, it's like going like five miles an hour. So, Ended up doing the whole thing like, you know, where we crack the engine open and Mike and I have it up in the lift and we're like going through and we're trying to like figure it out. We're trying this, trying that, going through a million different things and... It was just, it was like literally in the dock. It was like, this was the other thing too. It was like, you know, like I said, working on it in the driveway, it's always this issue because you're in, you're on land, you know? So it's like, you can try something and then you have to wait until you're back in the water. Right, Which to requires, see if it's going to work. Yeah, which requires like a whole, you know, at least a half day commitment to get out to the lake to put the water in and someone needs to, you know, help me and all the rest. There's, you know, I need a couple sets of hands to do it. Uh, but so this is going to be this like amazing opportunity to like tinker with it, drop the boat back in the water, go back out. Check it out again. See how it goes. You know, we can we can like we can like test it in real time. Like as me and Mike are working on it, like the boat is lifted, so we're out. You know, we're we're hovering above the water, so we know we're dry. We have like the ability to like tinker with it and stuff. But we're underneath a dock, and inside of that dock is these two massive swallow bird birds' nests right above the motor. Oh no! And so Mike and I are sitting there, and we're like tinkering with it. And at some point in time, Mike was like, "I think." bird just pooped on me. Uh. It was like he like looked at his hand. We're like, you know, we're like looking up above us. We're like, oh my gosh. And then like, so we worked on it for like two hours. And in that time, the birds were literally just pooping on us the whole time oh gross just over oh, and no. i was like what uh. is it so like by the, by the end of the trip literally it's like you know eventually you know like we we had done all of our tankering, we'd done all of our stuff we put like the the cowl which is like the the cover back on the top of the the motor and like over the course of the weekend like as the boat's just like hanging out in the dock i mean there's this like a mountain of bird waste that's piling on the exact spot where, where we're you need to the, be work um, Yeah. was what is happening this right now? This cannot be a cosmic fates. I felt yeah. like I was like, is this a message? Is someone trying to communicate with me right now? We also watched Interstellar, so there was a part of me that was like, mm. you know, it's like, is this, is this, is this the moment? Is right. that, is, is, oh, is that we are trying to? Is there a message written in the in the scat? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So anyway, yeah. It was, uh, it was quite the whirlwind. So I, I have a bunch of theories. The the last and final thing is that I went through a million different things. I found a broken part, literally pieces of metal that were just rattling in the bottom of the motor. Like, oh. Completely had broken free. And it took us a long time to figure out how to put them back together. We eventually did successfully like wove all the nuts and screws and recovered all the pieces and bits and bobs. Wow. That's impressive. And, uh, it was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. It's going to work now. Had literally nothing to do with it at all. Oh. It was just a different thing that was broken on the motor that uh, needed to repair. That, That's great. Yeah. So it was like, well, well, at least we fixed we fixed something that wasn't a problem.
0: That's so annoying when you're like, yeah, you're like one thing's broken and you fix it and it turns out two things were broken. Yes, yeah. yes.
2: And in this case, I think like seven things were broken. So oh gosh, yeah, we're just we're just working through it. But the joke is, is that like our whole lives, our grandpa has always has always used a product called Stable, which is like something that helps keep fuel from going bad while being either stored in a machine that's not used that often or if you have like a like a gas tank or whatever and i in i always thought it was kind of like a gag like i always sort of thought like oh yeah grandpa thinks you need stable and everything like how oh, you put stable in it you know like, right like it, it always felt like this like like funny thing like like as if it was a bit of like a, like a voodoo type of product like right
0: a, yeah it's like you know like oh like i i feel like it, it sort of fell in the same vein as like like multivitamins or something yes where you're just like it's certainly not hurting you to take them
2: right yeah right is
0: it giving you some sort of like profound health benefit probably not but it's not like hurting you it's you know it's okay to take them it's not gonna damage you
2: we, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, that And that is precisely what it felt like. It was just sort of like a general cure all for all things at all times. It was just like, you put table in it. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, and so anyway, so I'm, I'm going through the whole weekend. I'm doing the whole thing and, uh we get we get home and alice's dad is like you know a gearhead he has like his own like little race car and stuff and he works on tractors and you know he's very like hands-on with like mechanical type stuff and mike works with them a couple days a week so mike goes and he was telling them all about our woes and mike texts me he's like uh her father-in-law he was like you know did, did did we try putting stable in it and i was like son of a no no not stable again is it is this a real thing
0: do i need to put stable in my motor i know well it's like one of those things where i think um yeah i certainly the first time i think we ever i think i ever heard about stable was like in into my like late teens or early 20s or something sure like having been to the lake and with grandpa near the boat near all like lawnmowers and stuff like my whole life no one has brought up this product to me at all and suddenly he's acting like it's the most obvious thing in the world and everyone needs to do about it and it's incredibly important and you're like okay alright um, but like it's like this, it felt just like there's no way I got this point to my life and didn't know about this otherwise very important fuel additive that right. you're supposed to do. Right, like I, there's,
2: I guarantee other people listening right now, twelve people know. Yeah,
0: like what stable is,
2: or or to use it in any capacity. Yeah, yes.
0: Um, and I think like since then it occurred, like it, it did feel like a foreign, but like it, I think I, I started to understand that like it is. It is something you do need to use, like uh, especially I think I've had some lawnmowers where I did not use stable when you come back the next summer and it's just like uh, this doesn't work now or something. And it's like, right. that's probably what the problem was. Um, so I think it is. And I think the reason more people don't know about it is because I, I don't know if you would have to use it in like your car or something, but. Uh, like, well, you drive your car, yeah, every but day. yeah, you don't yeah. need to because you use all of the fuel in your car so quickly. Yes, yeah, and to the point is- where it's not regular. But I don't know, like, if you were like, yeah, I, I, I you know, fueled up my car in, uh, you know, September. And then I, I flew down to the Bahamas for three months and, uh, you know, I'm not coming back until next April. So I, I may definitely put stable in it, you know, like, I don't know if that's a thing.
2: I I would say more so a thing at that point in time, if it even occurs to you to like do something for your vehicle to like protect it while it's sitting, sitting, not being used. Anyway, this is typically a case for anything that has a motor is that thing motors like to be used. Yeah. Um, so. so,
0: so if you don't, yeah, get some stable. Get
2: some stable. You know, ask your grandpa. You showed up for the for the deep cut fandom conversation, but you stay for the small engine repair tips. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: Deep engine repair tips. Okay. Anyway, so then it
2: feels like, it feels like a really good time for a transition.
0: All right, transition. <laughs>
2: Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat?
0: uh, 4th of July antics. I didn't go to a lake or anything, but we did have a, 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 like a a bit of a staycation, I suppose. It
2: seemed like it. Yeah. Like it.
0: It was, um, it was quite, I, I found it pretty relaxing really. I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was more, I mean, it was really just being at home instead of at work. And so it was mostly just, you know, Beth's, Beth's schedule didn't really change at all. She just still had all the stuff she would normally do with the kids, except that I was also there. Sure. So it was mostly just kind of helping out with that. But like, um luke had nature camp all last week so that was fun so i you know i was driving him out to nature camp each day and then and there was like a a mother's morning out at our uh church which i think should be called parents morning out (laughs) but (laughs) whatever look when i was dropping people off there was me another dad and another mom dropping kids off so more dads were there when i was there than moms solid representation solid representation just saying church yeah. Uh, parents' morning out. Come on, it's 2023. Uh, anyway, not important. You should write a letter. Uh, I will. Maybe I will. I'll be like, excuse me.
2: I, you know this is like one of those like un- I, I, I don't mean to sidetrack you at all I think it is I've realized a number of times I said that, like you should write a letter yeah but, like I feel like maybe one of my life ambitions one of my bucket list items yeah. is to start a letter writing campaign to actually sort. do it yeah yeah, yeah like, like, just like
0: this like, feels like an extreme oh my gosh this feels very like a uh, chaotic neutral sort of mission right right, right Just like, be like, like, like a small
2: correction to something where it's like right
0: look <laughs> uh, oh, no. let me let me leverage my my power as a podcast Host to have a lot of people write a lot of letters about a small thing to us. yeah right, <laughs> to right, a right situation. Yeah. So we got
2: fun, our small problem to solve. Right, yeah. yeah. I like this. I like this. Anyway, so but yeah. So you're you're doing your your staycation stuff.
0: Doing my staycation stuff. It was um it was I think I, I found like the same sort of relaxation. I kind of felt like I felt at the beach where it was like I'm not really necessarily aiming to do a lot of relaxing here. It's like the whole like I'm just all I really want to do on this particular. Um, days off is just like hang out with the kids and just, you know, be present with them. And like, that's mostly what I did. And it was a lot of fun. Yes. Um. So, you know, we weren't doing anything particularly crazy. I think we went to the trampoline park one day, which they all absolutely love. Of course.
2: Does that completely wear them out? Like, are they just yes. zonked from yes. it? Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's an extremely uh tiresome place. I mean, you are you can't be doing anything that isn't exercise, you know, almost right. by design, which is great. Um. Of course, I always like I personally love going to the trampoline park, too, because I just jumped as much as they do if not more you know i'm like i'm out there i'm doing it but um the difference does, is that they're five and three and i'm 35
2: does, so, does uh, that, that works out well it does three work out five, well 35, five, yeah, 35, yeah. Yeah. is there anybody that uses the trampoline park as their gym oh there's gotta be okay there's like uh, I, I this occurs to me like like we have our rock climbing gym. We talked a lot about going rock climbing in the past. And, like, <clears throat> rock climbing is one of those things that, like, for a long time, I would have thought of, like, like oh, let's go rock climbing tonight as, like, like comparable to, like, going bowling tonight right. or something. Like, I don't regularly go bowling. However, I quite enjoy yeah, bowling. Every now and again, it's a fun thing to go do. Precisely. But then, like, when you, like, when we got into climbing as, like, an activity, like, it was the place where we exercised. Like, we were there, like, often and hard like, yeah you know and and so I, I i'm always curious when i hear about the trampoline park i'm like man if you went to the trampoline park like three four days a week i bet you would be just absolutely shredded oh
0: there's no doubt i mean uh i don't know if this particular one like offers memberships even okay it just okay. seems like they should it if does they, feel like they don't should. but um, letter writing campaign letter writing <laughs> campaign yeah to the trampoline park. <laughs> here, here we go memberships please yeah. at reasonable costs come on now members only hours nice it's gonna be great yeah i love it already uh but certainly there must be people who go there must be trampoline parks where there is membership and you can just go regularly and because like i bet there's like tumbling classes and stuff like that Where yeah absolutely yep um where you could like actually practice flips and spins and stuff whereas this is much more like recreational just like kids go crazy jump around do whatever sure sure sure, sure. which is also fun um
2: Yes. I, I remember in high school, there was like a, um, there was a girl I, I was talking to, I think as like a sophomore or something like that. And she, she had come from a different school and a couple of her guy friends from that school were like really into like, and here's the, here's the issue is like, I don't even know what, like, the, but on MySpace back in those days, like, like pre, mm. you know, like mainstream internet, like pre Facebook, all the rest, like, but they would have like gifts of themselves doing like like they would like run and jump on like a springboard ground and do like a triple corkscrew and land on the ground and yeah. i'm just like what what gym is this because it didn't look in it didn't look like gymnastics and it didn't look like some type of like like karate taekwondo type of thing right either. it was like but like is, is it tumbling? I think it sounds like tumbling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, well, yeah. So anyway, that's pretty much my entire life. Ever since I saw those GIFs of those guys from like 2004, it was pretty much like, well, if if I could only just do that in my life one time and GIFify it, then I'd be done. I'd yeah, be good. Yeah, that
0: was it. I remember, okay, this is a, just a random memory that has surfaced. I think I remember the girl you're talking about. And I want to say there was a, a night we were at a house and there was a pool and we were like just going off the diving board into it.
2: This, I mean, it completely seems like like circumstances that could track.
0: Anyway, yeah, I'm trying not to like name names or anything. Okay, but um, I wanted we were there, and I think uh, and I remember going off the going off the diving board. and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try and do. I'm going to, like, try and do, uh, like, uh, a flip, but, like, not bend my body at all. Just, like, stay completely, like, rigid the whole way through. Okay, yeah, Just, yeah, like, yeah. just, yeah, like, that's what I'm going to try and do. And I did it. I jumped, and I was, like, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. And I stayed completely straight. And I think I, like, spun while I was doing it and, like, landed in the water. And I came up, and they were, like, how'd you do that? Like, that was, like, a perfect pike. And I was, like a what? And it's like, they told me like I had done like some sort of maneuver that like was like a, a thing you could try to do on purpose. Oh, amazing. And, and I had just like, thought of it in my brain and i did it and it but the the thing was the moment they told me what it was and that it was a thing i could never recreate it again it's like oh like, no nope, too hard like, too yeah, hard like, yeah i was like now that i'm really trying i have no idea when it was just like a funny idea in my head it like it just came naturally but now that i'm thinking about it i can't do it at all
2: i, I had this with literally just everything ever yeah it's, i feel like this is like the entire thing it's like i can't i can't uh, like prepare for something and rehearse it and have it go well. It's like, if I organically fall backwards into it and it just turns out to be okay, then it's like, that's, that's my sweet spot. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) I can only accidentally, I can only
0: accidentally perfectly spin through the air when I'm not trying to. Okay.
2: Exactly. You understand exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but that's really funny. Yeah, so uh Jay the Pike Carlin. <laughs> Jay the
1: Pike
0: Carlin. That's what they called me for like 30 seconds that
2: one night. Man, so impressive. So impressive. Yeah. Uh,
0: um what else was I gonna say here? I was trying to think. Um just yeah, more for the more more staycation fun.
2: Yes, you're yes, you you did the trampoline park. Yeah, we did
0: the trampoline park. We um uh oh, this is this is something I've wanted to do for a while, we, my backyard has like a um, like as has a, a small hill in it. Yes, so a, a gentle a incline. A gentle incline, but it's not that gentle. Right, it's fairly like it's sort of uh, it, it's flat for like most of it, but then off to the right and up to the fence, there's like a a, a, a short but steep hill. Okay, short but steep hill, and so. Uh, I remember when we were kids, there was a few occasions where we'd be at like a, a soccer party or something, or like a the, some some rogue uh, barbecue or something, and someone would just get out this giant like a massive tarp or like I think once upon a time that was
2: like a a, uh, the canvas from like a billboard or something. That's what I always remember. Yeah, like they were like a realtor or something like that like when their billboard had been taken down. They were just given this huge sheet of like rubber vinyl.
0: Yeah, but then you just lay it down on top of the hill and suddenly you have like a way bigger way more effective slip and slide that is just like awesome. Yes, because the thing about a slip and slide is that like it's very narrow. You got to have some pretty good aim. There's a bunch of you know, and if you don't sometimes you'll hit the Stakes off to the side, and that can hurt, and you have to go flat. This is more like you just have a giant man land made water slide. Man land made. Man land made, exactly. I love it. Yeah, so I went out and I bought a uh, a giant, it's like a 20 by 30 foot tarp, and I laid it out in the backyard. And it was like during quiet time, I was so excited. I set up the whole thing in the backyard. I like weighed it down, I staked it down. And then the kids came out and there's just this huge tarp in the background in the yard. And I'm like, all right, who's ready to go? And we started spraying the hose. It was so much fun. The videos looked amazing. Yeah, they were just having an absolute blast. Nate, Nate, especially, he was like my little champion. He would go up to this. Like the way my yard works is that the further you get closer to the house, the steeper the hill gets. So you could start like maybe more towards the garden side, the gentle slope. He went right to the steepest part of it and he would just like, jump as high as you could and like belly flop stomach first face first like land on it and just go flying down the slide <laughs> just like dude you're having that it's like such pure joy that's amazing yeah that that's was really fun so uh hopefully we'll be able to set that up again. the danger about doing the tarp in the backyard like that is that it will c- quickly kill your grass
2: it would you have a giant square
0: there's not yeah um the next morning i was like beth we got to get out there pretty quick because i don't want it to like kill the grass and uh we we went to like the afternoon and we like move, we like flipped it over to dump all the water off and then like let it dry before we like wrapped it up so we didn't have some like mildewy tarp or something that's a yes yeah, yeah. Call. Yep. but uh, i did come back from from texas and there is like a, a somewhat brownish patch back there which i think part of is that like clover has really taken over a huge chunk of my yard okay and i think clover in particular is susceptible to like quick death or okay. something <laughs> because okay. like i noticed um before this we just had, like a splash pad and it was sitting on a patch of only clover and like that was only for like a couple hours and like when i moved it it was like it, everything had turned brown and i was like wow that was
2: fast oh interesting yeah so interesting. i don't know
0: if like the when you hit those little like white flowers if they're just like quickly like nope we don't have much uh, constitution and we'll just you know, we go down in like one punch <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah fully fully stacked in some <laughs> other category yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah we're good at spreading around but if if you like, uh, just gently graze us. That's it. That's We're it, done. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, um. So there's that
2: that's amazing yeah, yeah no i mean the the old the old backyard slip and slide is really i feel like that's like that's just pure magic and it's like yeah. it's such cheap setup it's like tarps not expensive so like what in like dawn dish soap yeah that's basically like, yeah, yeah that's just, exactly what i had was yeah. the
0: Dawn dish soap yeah that was super fun too of course everyone wants to fight over the hose and they want to use that eventually and then they're just spraying each other and you know Naturally. then it starts to devolve but
2: <laughs> right 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 but, yeah. but it's, it's but it's a blast but it's a then. blast
0: in the meantime yeah um, and then oh my garden is also starting to totally explode yes. as well which yeah. is pretty fun. Yeah, I came do, back. Do you have crops? I have I have some crops. Like when I left, I had like um like two I had like two cucumbers that were up and I came back and there was like six or seven of them now and I'm like, "Oh man, it's like re- everything's just going really fast now." Amazing. This is exciting. Um so all of like I feel like my tomatoes are about to start uh, you know coming uh, coming through which will be exciting and then I did have one potential uh, for it's scare. Even. I know I came back and like I noticed that I have like my little uh, my little door with the fence there and I noticed that the bottom section had not been like properly secured to the nail. Uh-oh. So there was like a light um, like opening, and I was like, "Now it's still closed." But like, if you were an inquiring critter, you could potentially have like weasel your right way through it. And I'm like, "Probably not." Like, no one's come through yet. But then I'm like going through, and I noticed some like particularly big weeds that had scrap pop, that yeah, popped up while we were in Texas. So I was like, "Let me just yank these out of here real quick, because nice, nice. they seem nice and easy, and the the ground is moist." But then I looked over at my carrots, and I was like. Some of the tops of my carrots have been nibbled. Bazooka Jack. Bazooka Jack <laughs> the, found the open. But then I'm like, did, now, did did they like squirm their way through and break the fence three, free? Or do they just find a, a unfortunate opening Jay, or not? Life finds a way. Life finds a way. Yeah. 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 So hopefully, hopefully I made sure to secure it nice and tight today. So I'm like, hopefully it was just that it wasn't latched. And that Bazooka Jack doesn't know his way through the fence, and this is going to be the last of it, and we're not going to have any more problems. The last of it, or the yeah. Last of Us? Oh, pfft. the Last of Us. We're about
2: to find out. <laughs>
0: last the, yeah, yeah. There's just going to be mushrooms out there. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah.
2: Very dangerous. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it was a very fun and productive staycation week for you. It was. Yeah, I had a lot. Of, I
0: did. I had a, I had a lot of fun with it, and then Texas was a lot of fun. So great overall. Uh, week off. Oh, this is another thing we sort of mentioned. Um. What were we just talking about? Oh, you were talking about MySpace and stuff like in the olden days. Well, it is so funny that like it feels like MySpace is the olden days, but just this past week there is like a a a a new horizons breaching on the social media front. There is. There is. It feels
2: like you can't not talk about it. I know. Um. So uh, of course this is in reference to threads. 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 Threads
0: dropped over the past week, and like a immediately became like the like most successful social media app launch like since Facebook or something yeah it was like it's by Facebook so yeah
2: or by by meta by meta um I know this is this is really it's kind of like an interesting conversation to be sure because threads is, is is basically like the the at least I don't even think it's the only Um, competitor. Is there like another one called like Mastodon or something? Mastodon. I think so.
0: I, I, I've never been on Mastodon as I've, I, I want to say, I don't, I don't know. I think Mastodon is like maybe like tailored or like created for like a, like a specific political viewpoint. Okay. Or something, or maybe I, I don't. I don't know if that's actually. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know anything about mastodon. Okay. Okay. But, we'll, yeah. well, We'll leave it at. We'll, we'll leave it not- at. We know that mastodon exists as a. Other place where that is similar to Twitter.
2: That is, yeah, exactly. So this this is like kind of like a fascinating development in this conversation as well. Because like um I, I like I of course I have been off social media now for over a year entirely. Yeah. So um like with with these small exceptions of like when we when we go on like a work trip, like like when we went to Disney, for example, for the Tron event, I was I was operating the Carlin Brothers Instagram, but like I did I did absolutely and precisely zero scrolling the entire time but like as per you know like wanting to make sure that we're we're doing our, our due course to our uh partnership with disney i, I was i was like you right know, yeah like doing the, the necessary like stories or posts or whatever but um otherwise i have done a really good job of not being on it in any way shape or form yeah. which has been awesome uh but so so for me threads coming out is kind of like one of these things where it's like i am i am a mere bystander of what is otherwise i know like a bit of a social phenomenon uh or conversation to be had because even as far as being off of social media but even before i got off of like instagram and tiktok and facebook and all the rest i had been off of twitter already for like a year and a half before that yeah um so i i because i felt like twitter was turning into a place that it was just like every time i opened it i would like walk away feeling just like despair and sad and like uncomfortable and right like like, i felt like it like filled me with anxiety and worry. And it was one of these things where it was just like, like, like to its credit, you know, uh, like TikTok, for example, like I never, like TikTok would waste my time. Yeah. Like I would go and like and spend too much time scrolling on it and stuff like that. But like, I never left TikTok feeling worse about myself. Right. Whereas like, I felt like when I left Twitter, it's like, that's how I felt. Right. And so like when I heard, when I heard threads was coming about, it was kind of one of these things where it was like, it's interesting to know that there's a massive contender to Twitter and it seems like there's been like a lot of people who are not happy with Twitter for reasons that are separate from my own reasons.
0: Yeah, it's been really interesting because like on the first just few days of threads which I am on by the way if you want to go follow me just at Jonkerlin, nice, you know nice, my, nice, my nice. regular handle right over there on threads. It's been uh, it's fun. Um, it has been like so much of the early days of threads have been people just like threading about um the like how clean it feels over here, or like how like non-toxic or how like fun it feels or like there's like less pressure or less eyes or whatever. Um, and that's very true. Like if you're on there, it is like a much like cleaner free air experience. And I've been uh, just enjoying it um, myself. Uh, it does. It does feel there's like like, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know like what about it is making it different than twitter because it is effectively the same app um there's like i don't know if there's like certain like if it the, the algorithm is feeding you stuff differently i don't know if just like masses haven't truly adopted it and once they do it'll be you know it'll inevitably become like the toxic waste zone that twitter became it doesn't do trending topics which is a thing Th- that um, is i don't know if that is like a um if like trending topics was like a, a something on twitter that like pointed conversations in negative directions or like like or like helped like um, move conversations in certain ways where it's like, oh, this is trending. Maybe I should go talk about that then. Right. Like, like they like, because something was getting buzz, it like forced it to get more buzz or something.
2: Yeah, no, I, I could, I could, I could totally see that because I think like, you know, if, if, if a world event happened, like you get like a little bit of like confirmation bias, I think, or, or maybe that's not even the right word. But like, like if an event happened, then you were to like log into Twitter and see that that event was also trending. Then like almost immediately what you'd be able to do is discover by clicking on like whatever, you know, trending topic it may be, you can almost always immediately find the two sides of the argument. It's yeah. like these are people who are for this thing for these reasons. And these are people who are against this thing for these reasons. But and it like it's
0: almost yeah, but even that though, it like make it like forces divisiveness a little bit. It it makes like, a battlefield. Yeah. It's like here's a topic, here's the two sides or whatever. So it's just like it like suddenly like a thing you didn't even know about right. is now like present and you need to have an opinion about it. Right. And you need to, and if you're going to tweet about it, you need to be like staunchly behind that opinion or something in like a very black and white kind of way. Yeah. And that, I feel like, yeah, it like maybe it was like, it. It I can see why you would want that. And like, especially in like the early days of Twitter, you're like, let's, oh, wouldn't it be cool if everyone on the, like a bunch of people were talking about the same thing if we could be like, this is what's really popular in the whole world right now. So you can just be in tune with it. Like that's such a cool Thing like it sounds good on paper in practice, especially nowadays. I feel like it is like, um, not been as effective, you know. Like, either it's about something that is really divisive, or it's just I find a lot of times, at least my trending page is just like a new trailer dropped for a thing, or you can like even pay to have stuff like appear on the trending tab, sure. So, it just feels like that. But it's interesting to me that you dropped Twitter so long ago because, like, a lot of the people on threads, it seems like. Like they're jumping ship because like Twitter, since like Elon Musk purchased it, has been like on this weird, not weird, like this um, predictable downward spiral, and like all these weird decisions keep coming through where you you lost the blue check mark, and then you could pay for the blue check mark, and then the blue check mark was back, but also a gray check mark was the real blue check mark, and like it, it, all yeah, these it, weird things, and yeah. right,
2: it's it's like you you need to um, in, in some way, shape, or form, like when stuff like that is like so defined and has meaning in some capacity it's almost like like by by turning it all on its head a little bit it, yeah. is, it can like become very confusing i think i also saw that there was like a recent thing where like there's a max number of tweets that you can like read oh. per day mm-hmm. um which on some level like there's a part of me that's like you know i i think like you know a screen time limit not the worst thing in the world like but you, but you make that decision for yourself like that's not yeah. a decision necessarily that we be made by someone else on your behalf so like there's a part of me that's like i can understand like limiting your screen time and seeing like the general benefits of it just as someone who has like left social media and like realized that like looking up and around in the world maybe is like been better for me as like an individual yeah but that was a choice i made right (laughs) you know like as as an individual person um but those are the types of things i think can like absolutely start to cause like you know like some it, it breaks down the way in which people are accustomed to interacting with something in a way that can like deter them from it entirely right and so what what i'm really curious about as as we go forward is that like you know if you were to go through and and like be invited to like a 50s themed party or a 70s themed party or an 80s or 90s themed parties these are all decades of time where like the proposed zeitgeist was recognizable enough that there is a way to go and embody A decade of time right right and so like i I think in a lot of ways it's like and i mean they're not like perfect edges in the same way that like you know there's not like overlap between like like different generations of people like you know you might be a millennial that has like a lot of you know air quotes gen z characteristics or or you know like the other way you know moving forward as well um so it's like you know it's not like there's not like overlapping you know information it's not like you know when when 1980 hit the 70s were hard stop over or anything right but but like you know what i mean like if you were to go to a 70s theme party you would have some idea of like what it meant to have existed during the 70s like what that looked like what it felt like you know and, and all the rest but like as we shift through and i call them paradigm shifts basically but like you know as as the world has established a zeitgeist for a period of time, we'll call them decade-long chunks. So there's like the 20 teens. And we're kind of like finding ourselves like into the meat of the 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 um the twenties at this yeah. at this point in time. It's like if you were to look at the twenty teens and see like the advent and the growing popularity of social media networks at large, you know, whether whether that's going to be Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or Vine or or any of those things, like like at their peak, they all they all seem like indestructible yeah. for for all intents and purposes. Like I remember um like, and we, we've seen the same thing happen, like going to a lot of the cons related to this, this kind of like ecosystem, social, you know, whatever world that we're in where like for a while it was like, all youtube and then it was like oh man there's like a pretty big vine booth over there i was like man this whole event is basically just viners at this point in time right next year vine was gone and right. it's like now it's youtube again and it's like oh there's a little tiktok booth over there and it's like now it's all tiktok you right know, and it's like it's like you know you're you're watching like empires like rise and fall like it reminds me of the the um the opening of the TV show Silicon Valley. yeah, like there's this animation where you see, like like different buildings like kind of go up and come down and then like right. change banners and, like, you know, like be reformatted as as Silicon Valley has changed right over you know, time over yeah. over time. yeah. And so my my big curiosity with something like threats is if you're going to take the grand experiment that was Twitter and look at what it did for the world. and even like the the adoption of a tweet, being a um like verifiable piece of information that an important figure may have said or stated or like a way to communicate your beliefs on the world like yeah. like it might be like you know CNN might be reporting like senator so and so said this you know and like they like the tweet like in the beginning it would people would have been like a tweet like tweets don't count right you know it's like when it, when they have a press conference and they have a microphone and a group of journalists around right. that counts a tweet doesn't count. And then it was like, then eventually it, like tweets did count.
0: I know then it's like, yeah, I, I, I think that this is like a, a, a in sports. I feel like this is always a thing like, because it was such a way to have such easy access to what, like any given athlete or person of any notoriety was thinking about a specific Situation, yes. That that like communicate to the masses, and you could communicate directly back with them, right? You know, like not necessarily they would respond back, but like you, like you know, if Michael Jordan put out a tweet, you you men could respond to it, and he could read something you wrote to him, right? You know, like conceivably, probably not, probably some sort of manager or something, exactly. But
2: yeah, yeah, I understand your point (laughs) entirely. But so the the question that I would have as we as we press forth is like, you know, it's like what what will be the overall evolution like i I can't imagine a world where 100 years from now social media is exactly as we knew it during the 20 teens oh i know
0: you're right you're right like will will the day come where you're like god remember twitter right right, right right yes
2: but like but not even like an artifact of the past but like like the the wild wild west of um like social communication during the 20 teens is, yeah. is sort of like what I would say where it's like, it's like, you know, it was, it was sort of like, and I'm not saying like pro regulation or anything like that. Like I don't have an opinion on this. Like I don't have a stance or a position or, or like an agenda that I would be even like personally thinking like, well, this is the right way to do it. The quite, what I, what I would assert is just that it will change and something will happen. Yeah. And eventually Twitter, like the, the freedom of, or, or, Uh, ability, the flexibility, the openness, like whatever, whatever the words might be that best describes it will eventually feel like, wow, that was allowed to happen for a whole decade, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. um, in in some capacity. Um, And so I'm curious to see, you know, if if threads ultimately becomes Twitter 2.0, what does that turn into? Or is is it almost like, you know, sometimes like people describe like exiting a relationship as like an ability to like become A new version of yourself like you almost like encapsulate the version of yourself who you currently are with this person you're with and then it's almost like you know what like once like once i wasn't like confined or whatever i was able to like sort of like make this change or or make a big leap or, or, or or grow as a person in a way that like maybe like i was having a hard time figuring out how to do before right and the question is whether or not like if if we left something like Twitter and go to something like this. This is just assuming that this ends up being the next big thing. Um, do we take that with us? Do we, do we, as we press forth, like look at this, this new oasis as like, as like grounds to be built up beautifully or, right. or does it, or will all things eventually point North? Will all things eventually find like, is there like a, like an attraction that, that these networks have where it's like, at some point in time, and I would even argue this is part of the reason I left Instagram is because I used to say that Twitter used to make me feel bad when I left it. Yeah, And I would say that Instagram for a long time was always just like fun and inspiring and interesting and cool. And then eventually I would say like, you know what? Instagram is making me kind of unhappy to look at. Like I feel like maybe for different reasons, Yeah. but like maybe it is making me unhappy, but like TikTok doesn't make me feel that way. Like, mm-hmm. I want TikTok just fun. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like, I don't know if there's like a, like a, a glowing golden age that all new networks have where it's sort of like for a while, it's like people are just using this for fun reasons. Right. Like, you know, right like now it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: right now, there's not like, you know, prom- as far as like, I don't know. I haven't, I don't think I've seen any like promoted threads or something where it's like, oh, yeah, this advertiser was able to pay to have their thread appear in your feed or anything. Like, I, I, s- I haven't seen that at all which i suspect will not last
2: well i i think i saw that it won't be monetized until it reaches 1 billion users oh, okay uh but i I, that, I mean that was like something i read this morning on like a headline so like i don't know how absolutely like carved in stone that particular rule is mm. or like you know talking about one of the most successful like app launches of all time it had like millions of ups. But not hundreds of millions of signups at, yeah. at least you know in that those opening reports of like how popular it was right and like to reach a billion like a like one billion is a massive is a massive
0: number yeah right. so, if, so if yeah it does seem like it could be a while before they get to a billion right that's but ultimately, ultimately not impossible not
2: impossible i mean yeah. it's, it's like what like 12 and a half percent the world population that's so a lot
0: it's a lot of people to be talking to it's a lot
2: of people to be talking to yeah so, yeah but um,
0: so right now it does feel like there's just it's like a lot less crowded um it's been i've been enjoying it Uh, i've just been i feel like i do feel like i'm using it maybe like the way i initially used twitter when i got it in like 2009
2: like much more just like fun ways like interact
0: more just like people i'll just what what's a good thread Mm, tweet or not tweet thread (laughs)
2: right 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 right. (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: send it out there um so yeah it'll be interesting to see like how it grows or changes over time or if it'll really stick or whatever but uh the other thing is that like yeah so like i feel like it's interesting that you you jumped ship on twitter so long ago just because of like the toxic nature whereas now people seem like maybe the reason they're disenchanted is because of like all the new changes with twitter right Right. it's like i don't think i think you were more on track it's like the the thing is like you could be i think a lot of people became really disenchanted with twitter but there was just nowhere to go and it was like well, there's not, I don't, like, where, what am I supposed to do? Because, like, I do have a lot of followers on here. And, like, this is, like, an established space. And it's, like, there's just not really another option. And if I want to, like, talk to these people or keep up with what's going on, like, this is where the people are. So, I right. like, I'm sort of forced to use it. Um, but now it's, like, there's another option. It's, like, oh, thank good There's another option. Right. Oh, my goodness. And it's, like, it's actually, like, you know, seems like it's catching on quickly. So, um, uh, there, yeah, there's been, I think a lot of people have been like disenchanted with like the toxicity of Twitter and I, there's been a lot of like people promoting, like just use that mute, mute, button, like crazy, like don't, don't let the toxic in, you know, whatever. Right. Like right, if you're right. not, you don't want to see it, just get rid of it right now. Don't be, you know, like, what can we do to keep this space clean <laughs> kind of thing?
2: And so that would be the ultimate, <laughs> that would be the ultimate question is, is whether or not like, like. Clearly, there's a jump ship type of mentality that's happening. And, and I from from what I can tell from like the, the like brief over the shoulder that I've seen seen from you seems like a lot of people that like we would we would regard as like peers within this like interspace mm-hmm. seem to have have basically been like on board with. Yeah. And um, which is cool to see. The question is whether or not like, you know, d- does this become like, will it have its own predictable life cycle right and and this this will be like the thing i'll be i'll be anxious to see is like are we able to start fresh like turn a new page everything is clean wide open spaces like plenty of room to grow and will grow because it will be great for for a while while this enthusiasm is here for it but then um like a decade from now again to kind of use those like chunks of time as like a like a a a way to measure this movement Mm -hmm. is almost like what what does it become then? Or do we find that the ship 10 years from now was once again overcrowded and once again, we need a new one?
0: Yeah, I and, mean, it's very possible.
2: Right. So, yeah. and that's where I say, like, I feel like as as like these levers get pulled and as we discover more and more and more about like the the effects on like what works over time, what doesn't work over time and the, the realization that there could be predictable patterns to be followed is almost like, like do the people then in charge of those things do things to... Uh, prolong the lifespan of it because I mean you're talking about like multi-billion-dollar like entities at this point in time, yeah. Like, like mass adoption by you know the public. It's it's a it's an information source. It's a news source. It's you know like it does a lot of yeah. important functions for society. Um, wh- what does it look like as it grows nearer to like? too perfect or, or how do you elongate the the grace period
0: Yeah I have no idea I don't know what it'll be and it's like you're right I think it'll be so interesting to see yeah what like what we look back on this time period as because like I know like when we were growing up like yeah there wasn't social media but there was like instant messaging and yes, you know yeah you know it never occurred to me that instant messaging would basically fade out and then disappear entirely to where not only can you not log into aim anymore they just deleted it you know it's right. just gone like you couldn't you couldn't log back on for funsies if you wanted to you cannot access your screen name anymore right
2: like it's just gone it's just gone right
0: and it's like that that is crazy and almost unbelievable for the amount of time and use you know I put into it as a teenager
2: right right yes but that's an interesting one so again if you want to track a lifespan so one of the things i would have thought was very interesting about aim back in the day and and this could probably apply to like just casual texting as well but like i remember when i first got onto aim and i was learning like like people were having to explain to me like what brb meant because it was just like i don't know what that means or like rofl or you know like there, there were all the the little like like things but then like there was also like another hidden language like i felt like through text-based communication i was very i was at some point in time as time went on and definitely not the beginning but eventually like there were subtle cues that you could send that would indicate like how you were actually feeling through text so Mm -hmm. like in the beginning you might say hi you know and like you be like hi how's it going what are you up to not much what about you and it would be like a conversation that would go on from there and then eventually it was like okay you need to say like hey Yeah. Not high. Right. Because high almost came across as like either like reserved or bashful or cautious or sad. Yeah. Especially if it was like a lowercase high or high period. You know, it was like there's there's all these like little like strange small subtle things that you could apply to like that introductory greeting to the point where like I could eventually get to the point like where if I was like messaging like a friend or a girlfriend or something at the time it like within like two messages I'd be like is everything okay like I would know right that fast yeah I and mean even
0: like that I remember like the the timing of responses and stuff yes yeah, yeah. it could be like a thing like you, you could get like a real feel for it. you know there wasn't like the three bubbles or so-and-so's typing or something yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah yep. it would just be like mm, you know like oh this conversation Conversation was flowing pretty good and then all of a sudden it took five minutes to respond like there's something happening yes yeah
2: yeah exactly yep something something is the foot and like i mean that was even like one of those where like eventually you would like th- this is i'm going feel like going back to like the dark pits of like my my teenage anxiety but like you know you would you'd be like talking to the the person you had a crush on or whatever and then like someone else would log on and then they would go they would become like slower to respond, uh-huh. and you would be like, "Oh, you're mm-hmm. watching the like." It's like it's like I realized that this this person, this classmate who you just got paired next to in science class, like they just logged on, and now and now right. There's like, like
0: a lot of like social like, and it's like it was weird because you're right that was like it was such a thing you could like navigate and watch, and it was like you felt like you were really reading the wind pretty accurately a lot of the time. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, um, and and so that's that's sort of like like a, like a piece of it as well. Like, and, and I would say like, you know, if you wanted to like, like take this and jump forward in time, like for a period of time, like a public apology on Twitter or something like that was something that like could potentially be a successful uh, like decision, you know, like yeah, I made a mistake and I would like to own up to that mistake and let me write my statement that, that can now be communicated to you all that like demonstrates the way in which I am owning up to my mistake. But then this became so required for so many people over such a period of time right? that like the way in which that message was crafted was under a extremely high degree of scrutiny as to like whether or not like, well, are they properly, accepting blame are they properly like doing the right things what are they going to be doing to learn in the future to do better and it's like it's like the idea of a public apology it might be like you know like i'm sorry i messed up you know like yeah like and in the beginning it may be like you know good on them for for apologizing like <coughs> right. they came out they stepped forward they recognized they messed up but then it was like as time went on it was like well you can't just use the formulaic, like, I'm sorry I messed up. You have to expand on, I'm sorry I messed up. Like, I'm right. sorry I messed up. When I said these things, I didn't realize the implications of my words. I now have read more into that. I've spoken to other professionals in the community, and I now understand what I could do to be a better version of myself and be more informed in the future. Right, and but then-
0: once people recognize that, like, that's the appropriate formula, it's like, once it becomes formulaic, it's no longer acceptable.
2: And that's the thing. Yeah. Yes, and and so this is this is what I mean. Like, in the beginning, it was fine to say, hi. You know, like, yeah. and, and that was, that wasn't something that could be like misconstrued as anything. It's a common way to greet another human being. Right. We know this, but for, for whatever reason, Hey, in text form seemed warmer, you know, it right. seemed more friendly, more inviting, more exciting. You could, or even like, you know, having an exclamation point on the end or something like, you oh, know, yeah. like the subtle oh, yeah. shifts to, like, to get
0: like a, a Hey, exclamation point And it was like, Oh my gosh. That makes me feel so good. I know. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, you're, you're happy to see me. You're happy me. to see me. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm embarrassed, but yeah. right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat>
2: yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, I mean, uh, the, the this is like the, the, um, the subtext, you know, so to speak in, in the way that we, we communicate with each other as, as people. And, and I think that that's the, uh, I, I'm grateful and I'm happy to see that it feels like, like this, this new platform has certainly provided a huge piece of, of what maybe people, like it feels so much friendlier. It feels so much happier. Yeah. the subtext hasn't been decided. Like, like you can say hi. <laughs> I think the most comforting
0: to me, the most comforting thing about it to me is like how happy everyone seems to be that it is like more positive. That like it wasn't like that there is this like oppressive negative feeling about Twitter that lots of people were feeling. Right, and it's just like, oh, like it was just nice to not be there. You know, right. like that's really good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Like it, like what you're like because i think like our generation specifically like millennials are like the ones who are like really living through like the facebook myspace twitter like instagram like the the trenches of like that kind of social media yes like yeah i don't know if social media will always look the way it does now but this is this is like the the grouping of social media platforms that we had when we were growing up and like really going through it and it'll be it'll be like I'm so curious whether or not, like, you know, when you have, like, Gen Alpha coming up or, like, Gen Beta coming up here, like, you know, generations from now, they're like, millennials they are, like, so divisive about everything and it's like people be like yeah well what happened to that entire generation was social media and right. like no one knew the dangers and like yeah they're all like that because they would all get into these crazy arguments on these weird websites and like yes. people were just like so heated and so determined and so like this us or them you know and it, like like it'd be so interesting if like that's like a characteristic of our whole generation to like next generation to like that was like th- they're all like that it's such a thing with them you yeah. know like the old people.
2: You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I know, I know. I mean, and 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 it's the thing, you know. I mean, everybody is impacted by by the the era of time and technology and development and social everything that that's mm. happening. You know, the politics of the world at the time, and and there's no way for it for it not to impact you. But you know, I think I think back. I mean, I bet it's been a couple years since I first posed this question, and I'd be curious to see if your answer would change. But like, um, it's like, would we reach a stage where we're optionally? choosing to not use all of the available technology of the day mm-hmm. and and I, I don't mean like you know we go back to to like writing on cave walls and stuff right. tablets and stuff like that but like you know we're, we're not using like modern medicine or anything but like you know the the question would be if it's like like you know um yes there is more available yes it can give you more access yes it can do these things but like but i also know that that like for for me personally it's almost like it becomes like a diet type thing again going back to like too much of a good thing it's Mm -hmm. like it's like you know like yeah yes i love ice cream no i don't want it breakfast lunch and dinner right you know what i mean and and that's where it's like yes it's incredibly interesting to see all these like like there is the internet is just Nonstop. There is no way in the world where you could ever ever consume every piece of inf- interesting media that there is. Right. You know. Um. And and I guarantee there are things out there that you would love that you haven't even discovered or realized that you would love yet. Right. Um. Along the way. And and so it's just like I don't know. I mean, um. Like I said, I don't I don't particularly have a stance. The only thing I can ever come back to with this entire conversation is just like I I could tell that it was impacting me, but I also know that I am. I am like hypersensitive to a lot of things. Like I, I know that like if, if there was like, like I can remember like most of the mean comments that I've received, like since we've been doing super Carlin brothers, Right. you know? And it's like, and they, they stick with me. Like, like I, I mean, they're, they're like this, this weird hoard of treasure that I can't ever like let go of because it's like, I feel like they're the things that keep me in check. The people who are, these are the only people who are being real, real with me. Um, and so for me as a result, it's like, you know, I think, I think my withdrawing from it has just been something that has overall been better f- for for my own outlook, mm-hmm. uh, which is what it ultimately comes down to. But I am also endlessly curious to hear if any of the little kernels listening out there have adopted threads threads, and, and what you think of it so far. What type of I have to imagine that eventually there will be a quilt pun I feel like oh that Ben, will, that will I
0: mean just within seconds. Oh, this already there's, happened? There's quilt threads. There's weaves. There's sewing. There's amazing. You know what do you call a grouping of threads? Do we call it an outfit? Like people are trying to like develop the vernacular. You know,
2: right? It's happening. Yeah, right Yeah, there's, our there's eyes. so
0: much of it out there. Yeah, but
2: that's also probably what I would mark as like what what will. Um, allow this to to gain a measure of success the fact that it's like such a it's such a simple term like whenever somebody's trying to come up with a name for a business they always want to concoct like the most clever thing ever and it's like this is not a clever well it both is and isn't a clever name yeah it's a simple word that can be applied in a lot of ways yeah and it's Um, just like
0: yeah you're um but i think yeah if you're threads you just got to let the people come up with it and oh yeah do not try to don't try and do it yourself like even even like the phrase retweet that was like there was at one point on twitter there was no retweet functionality like you literally like the the practice of the day in like 2009 2010 was to type capital r capital t and then copy and paste another person's tweet oh wow Like with their Name, you know, like make sure you put their name on it so that people could tell, like retweet this, and like people just understood that meant to me, like I'm retweeting this person's thing, right? But right, like right. the word retweet wasn't there, and like the the little circle icon to like immediately do it wasn't there. Sure, you know, yeah, so yeah. it was like that, like that, that had to be developed, and then it, you know, now it's just a regular thing. Yep, so but just let it organically grow. Let it grow. What what let it find? Grow. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, it'll be, it'll be fascinating to see it unfold. I'll be very, this is like another one of those moments where I feel like the prime reason I wanted to talk about it was just to be able to, um, mark the data. You know, it's like, this is to me, this episode is like writing in a journal. It's like what, what I'm not trying to say anything. I'm not trying to communicate anything, anything. This is like a data point for me that I can go back to in 10 years and be like, I want to see how I felt about it when it first happened right and it's like I, that's what that it was, this is what I feel like we recorded today it's a piece of information for right. scientific discovery exactly <laughs> so anyway there you, you go. go But back. If, you, if you guys have any thoughts on any of the things that we discussed in today's episode be sure to let us know you can email us at popcorn culture pod at gmail.com uh, otherwise if you'd like to support the show you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture we have an awesome tier uh-huh. uh, where you can get access to um, after the final pop the next 15 to 20 minutes of Jay and I talking after each week's episode um, by signing up even just for a single month you get access to the entire back catalog for that whole month and so there's just just hours and hours and hours of extra content of of pop out there for you yep Um, so again patreon.com slash pop culture otherwise until next time pop pop